Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. 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 What we need to do is see the world in you and see the world in me. And when we get into our bones, we wake up to the moans of freedom. Of freedom. So like. Like a track's like when we get on the mic, we got that pussy on type and the vortex all right. Got them all calling out. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Superficial Magic. I'm Megan Granger. I'm Dana Moon. And today we have psychologist Alyssa Rand with us on the podcast. Um, she is personally one of my favorite therapists. I think she's a genius. I love how much she combines energy with heal- healing that's just like Western, and she's amazing. She's been on the podcast before, and she was a fave, so we had her back. Yep. And um, she gave me a lot of peace. This episode's really peaceful. Agreed. Peace I mean, of mind. Totally. Her her whole point is basically everything's going correctly. So At where you are is where you are. Where is your supposed to be? Where you are <laughs> is where you're supposed to be. <laughs> um, she's just really sweet and cool and so beautiful. It's annoying. Yeah, she gives us some mantras in this episode that Ooh. I wrote down. Show um, off. This is happening. Okay. Just, this is happening. I certainly have been using that one a lot this week. This is happening. All right. What's what's going on? Well, as everybody knows, the high vibe challenge ruined my life. (laughs) I feel like everything you do is actually a sitcom. (laughs) Like, you should have multi-cams following you everywhere. Um, And I thought it was over. The last episode we did, I was like, I think it's over, but my toilet overflowed and I got a ticket. And you're like... I don't think it's over. I, I don't think it is either. Apparently, I have lockjaw, so I'm talking kind of with my mouth pretty much all the way shut, and it's really hurting my ears. Like, it feels – I went in thinking I had a really bad ear infection, and they're like, no, you, it's TMJ, and it's locked your jaw, and it's it's hurting your ears. But it feels like I'm, like, 20 feet under the ocean right now. That's terrible. But also, I have really bad TMJ. I feel like I always have lockjaw. It's just like – you just got to crack it open every morning. No, I, I have TMJ all the time and I have my night guard and yeah, I have my like sexy whatever, but it just got really like really bad, I guess. And I, I uh, now I have to get it. But your parents were in town and you had some you had some good times. We had some good times. Those little fuckers have so much energy. They are just they just put their little their little shoes on at 630 in the morning no, and start too early walking across my apartment. The people downstairs are probably like. Get I'm going to murder you. Yeah. But they don't drink. They don't do drugs. And they don't do anything that, like, takes your energy away. So they're just, oh, wow. like, two toddlers. Do they give you energy? No. Okay. I, I, like, fall asleep sitting up when I'm around them because it's just so go, go, go. Yeah. Um, But they left. They went on their cruise. So toodly do. We were supposed to go on that cruise together. Yeah, we op- we opened a portal of cruising for Dana. I called Dana and was like, hey, do you want to go on a cruise with my parents? And you were like, yeah. And then two hours later, you booked a cruise uh, uh, to do stand-up on. To do, no, t- uh, TV show. TV show on. Yeah. Sorry. And then the the prize is you get a deal with the cruise line. Right. The comedy club cruise line. 
Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you for manifesting that for me. You're welcome. I'm sorry I couldn't remember exactly what it was. I just can't really think right now. I'm kind of. Kind of loopy. Kind of loopy. Kind of on some uh, some pain meds. I don't I was I don't know why, but I was thinking of my. my so my upstairs neighbor uh-huh. starts walking around at 1 a.m. Oh, doesn't use his feet until 1 a.m. And then I think he like sprints around the apartment. This is package guy. Oh, guy that's obsessed with packages. Yeah. Every time I see him, he's like, if you see a package coming for me, put it, put it off to the side. <laughs> Text, texts me all of the time. I have packages coming. This feels Be like on a the ghost. Lookout. Are you sure this isn't the sixth sense? Are you sure this is a real person? That it's you a know? real person. And he always takes my packages to my door and then he'll knock like he's like the mailman and then he'll walk away. One of my favorite moments of my life was walking out of your apartment and seeing that your across the room neighbor is so mean to Meals on Wheels. She just has a giant poster that's like, if you are Meals on Wheels, don't knock. In caps. And all caps, exclamation points. Like she Put them on the door. She leaves her door open. She, she, wa- she doesn't want anybody to knock on her door. I don't know. I mean, I when it comes to loud noises, I'm very sensitive, so I can oh, wow. relate. Uh, that must be so fun to be able to hear. But she's next level yeah she's next level i also speaking of sitcoms literally my the apartment i live in is absolutely a sitcom my package guy uh-huh told me he that he he knew i was a stand-up because he watched all my clips and he knew oh yeah you were at the uh topanga he like named this exact venue that oh, i had of my, my youtube goodness. clips but then didn't say anything about me being funny or anything he just goes so watched it and I'm like, uh, thanks. Oh Awkward. Oh my God. Awkward. I mean, d- that's the point where you have to be like, well, did you like it? Yeah. And now they just raise rent and I'm like, should I just move? Where, where are you going to move? My, into my car. <laughs> 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 I live with crazy uh, old people. Yeah. I'm surrounded by crazy old people. I wanted to tell you about my date. I never even got to finish. Please. So I've been, you know what? I just, I feel like if a guy is a little too eager, mm-hmm. what a turn off. Okay. Right? Am I, t- am I terrible? No. A, a little eager beaver. So he like planned dinner and then I wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't like that pumped for it, mm-hmm. you know? Cause I was just like, it's just, you know, I do like him, but he just seems too eager. A little, it turns me off a little bit. Okay. So I was thinking about canceling dinner oh, no. and then my, and then my friend was like, just go, you'll, it'll be fine. You'll do dinner. And then this, and then he's like, I didn't plan for what's after. And I was like, what's after? I thought we were just going to dinner. What do you mean? What's after? Yeah. What, what are you guys going to do? Yeah. So he picked me up and then we went to sushi and a lot of intense eye contact. Okay. Too much. And it makes me spiral. Okay. And then I just start telling really ridiculous uh stories everything sounds par for the course here <laughs> but you shouldn't be telling on a date <laughs> i started telling him i asked him what his wor- this is so maybe i'm really bad on dates i asked him what his worst date was okay that's a s- he didn't question. know so then i just started telling him about the time i went out to froya with a guy and then we went on a walk at a neighborhood that was uh, like literally he took me down. It was like actually dangerous. I like went and took a walk with him through this like weird neighborhood, just him and I in the dark. Oh, 
and and then he's like i want more food let's go to the grocery store and then we went to the grocery store and i didn't want to go and he told me he was a hypnotist oh and i was t- and he tried to hypnotize me in the fruit section that sounds like a dream date it's me <laughs> he's like we're on a tropical island and i was like i'm not feeling it oh my god and i told this story of this awful date to this guy and, and i'm like what am i doing but when he wasn't he was just intensely looking at me intense okay. eye contact so i just start verbal diarrheaing it so did have you guys talked since <sighs> we had sex and <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i i was just like the it, the date last it just kept going we went somewhere after and then we were going he's like where where next and i was like let's just have sex and tie a bow on this night okay so have you are you guys still talking yeah we're still talking do you like him anymore now i just here's here's what i like okay okay like i want this is my dream and this is maybe my love language is for a guy to be obsessed with me but also leave me alone mm-hmm. yeah that's what i want uh, amen so i like that he's upset that he's really into me i really do but i want him to like take a hike but doesn't he live in orange <laughs> county oh no that oh, was the swedish one okay yeah yeah by the way i'm deleting okay so so just with dating stuff i'm i'm deleting all my apps okay i'm done you're, you're over it i'm over it yeah yeah you've been you've been trying you know what i am but like my energy is not my energy's just closed off and I just feel like I'm not um ready to really be like vulnerable yet. Fair enough. Know thyself. I gotta work up to like animals, you know. You're gonna start dating animals? <laughs> <laughs> I have to like practice more on animals. Oh my god, Being please vulnerable. don't <laughs> stay away from my cat. Fen, go away. Fen, do not come over here. Yeah, so that's, I mean, I don't know. Is that exciting? Yeah, I'm excited, personally. Is this exciting stuff? I I think it is. I just think that you knowing what you need and what you want right now is amazing. Um, again, just a, another warning for no one to do the high vibe challenge. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it is evil. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing it again. I'm restarting it. Oh, Megan, I don't know. Yeah, no, I am because I, I, don't know. I realized what happened was just that like I really scared my subconscious because it works so well. Okay, so uh, we get into the re. Alyssa kind of breaks down when when you're so high, you kind of dip down low. Yeah. So that's re- that's interesting to know if you figured out the whole like I can make myself get in the best vibrational state and feel amazing, and then something shitty happens. Alyssa explains why. Alyssa explains it all. Alyssa explains that, it. Should that all. be the name of this podcast? Yes. Alyssa explains it Genius. all. Genius. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so this is the coolest part of the date. Okay. Okay, so we go back to my place. By the way, he's a Scorpio and I'm a Scorpio. So like intense sexual connection. I don't know if any Scorpios have hooked up with a Scorpio. Do it at least once because it's so intense. Okay. It's literally like the energetically. It's probably the best sexual chemistry I've ever experienced in my life. Got it. Um, But it's it's intense. It's like okay. it's intense. So um, so that was like the best part. Right. And. I have, this is a trick that I got from Jack uh, Canfield, his book. The guy who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul? Yes! What tip did you no. get from Jack that that you used during sex, please? I love him. 
What, what, what was the tip? $100,000 he put on his ceiling in the morning. Right. Um, it just yes, says $100,000. Yes, this is the intro to Chicken Soup for the Soul. You're quoting the intro to Chicken Soup for the Soul. I love how you can quote every single book. <laughs> You're a walking library. <laughs> and yet I have no idea where my keys are. My <laughs> That's the genius of Megan Granger. so weird. But yeah, I do remember that. And then he got that for his book. From his book. So that's what I have on my wall. So as I was like having sex, just like looking up at the $100,000. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, like <laughs> orgasming to like money. <laughs> that's what Whitney said you should do. And I did it. Unco- I didn't plan on it. It's just there. And I was like. Oh, that would be nice. And I think I like for a minute forgot there was like somebody else like inside of me. Right, right. It's easy and to I do. I was just like focusing on that. And um that's my dating life. <laughs> and then I got one thousand hundred thousand dollars. And I still haven't manifested the money, but I have the th- I have the a million dollars up there from Abraham Hicks. I have words everywhere. I hooked up with a guy oh, last yeah. week. And didn't even notice until he left, which what? I kicked him out at 4 a.m. in the morning, P.S. Oh, did you s- signature move him? I Well, I woke up and I was like, oh, I'm awake now. I can't go back to sleep. And he was like, so are you asking me to leave? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> My friend Ariel calls it a signature move. Yeah, it's quintessentially Megan. It's uh, so right after you have sex and you get off, you tell him to leave immediately. <laughs> Ooh. And you signature moved him. I didn't signature move because I fell, I fell asleep. Ugh. we fell asleep first but when once he left yeah i was looking at my wall yes and it just has post-it notes everywhere that says boundaries priorities hilarious like be aggressive all these things i'm trying to remind myself a million dollar check stuck to the ceiling like i'm crazy i just wonder like what people think when they walk in and see that so i feel like i have to kind of like explain I feel like I have to explain all of the crystals and like all my sage and like it would take too long. Do you know what I mean? I feel like being like it's so intimate for somebody to come over to your space. Right. And to see all my like affirmations on the mirror and all these things that I just wasn't Mm -hmm. even thinking about. Yeah. But then I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this random person knows everything about what I'm trying to, you know, create do with my childhood boundaries. But you know what? Be free. Be free. My mom, I. Oh, oh God. God. No. I, oh, God. No, this is good. What? For the first time, my mom was like, my mom told me that I was, when I was younger, she's like, oh, you are a creative genius, writing stories, telling stories. You're so talented. My mom was saying everything to me that I've like wanted her to say to me my Whoa. whole life. And she did it the other night on the phone. And I was like, oh, my God. I've been literally like, why did you wait so long to tell me this? I feel like I can now be the person mm. I'm supposed to be. My mom like gave me permission to like be who I am. That's beautiful. And that's why I think I was having this whole time. I thought I had daddy issues. I'm like, they, I think there were mommy issues. Yeah. I think most of us really have mommy issues. Cause I felt like I couldn't like be truly me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, unlocked. The uh, Just to, Really quick side note, I actually hear, I've never told anyone this. I'm telling all of you guys this at the same time. 
when I make realizations in my mind or like go deeper and stuff, I actually hear the sound of something unlocking. Yeah. Does that ever happen to you? Like it sounds like like a gate's been open or like a clicking sound that's very auditory. I feel like I've been doing so much work to like free myself of whatever was blocking me or holding me back. Yeah. And my mom just saying that to me, just like, it was like, I could like breathe and be my, and I I could breathe again. Yeah. She like mirrored back your highest self. And when I'm telling, like, this is why my mind is like, and it was emotional, good emotional. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like sobbed like a baby for like an hour straight. And then I looked in the mirror and my eyelashes, because Jessica J does my eyelashes, they were all clump, clump together. And I go... I literally had this thought. I was like, Jessica J would be so mad that I got this so wet from crying. Cause she's always like, stop crying. Jessica J <laughs> is my like boot camp master. I'm so scared of her. I'm like in the mirror crying and I'm like trying to fix my lashes. It was such a funny moment. Unlocking is. Yeah. It's just weird. I'm like, am I schizophrenic? Cause I can actually hear it like this. I, it's like if somebody's unlocking a lock right in my ear. Mm-hmm. I, do, that do, happened to me yeah that happened you hear to it too it i felt like i i was like i like broke free but i i know you felt it but do you hear it does it feel do you hear like something somebody really unlocking a door in your ear not in my ear okay okay i was just wondering i think i am losing my mind great um on brand on brand <laughs> you guys go rate this insane podcast five stars and join our superficial magic vibrators facebook group what do you think about that, Dana? I love it. Megan. Dana's literally kissing my cat right now. I, I told you I'm to stay away from the animals. I'm practicing intimacy on animals. No. Finn, get down. No, I won't do anything creepy. It's just little kisses. Oh, God. Finn's crawling in her lap. This is disgusting. Um. Oh, my God. Wait. I'm headlining. Uh, if anyone lives in San Diego, I'm headlining the Comedy Palace March 1st. Ooh. And I'm making Megan come with me. That and sounds do stand like a, up. That sounds like a... Yeah, I'll do that. That sounds great. What what Friday, March first, great. Um, eight PM, Comedy Palace, San Diego. Oh, PS, come on out. You guys, I'm doing stand up again and I have a tight five minutes just about the universe. <laughs> Would you <laughs> Yeah, I'll do it. Would you do stand up? Yeah. Okay. We're yeah. gonna be at the Comedy Palace. Great. Where can they find you on social media? At Megan Granger. That's not true. Oh, at Dana Moon Me. And you can find me at Dana Moon Me at Megan Granger. Spell your name. M-E-A-G-A-N-G-R-A-I-N-G-E-R. And where can you find Finn? You can find Finn on Dana's lap. <laughs> Getting harassed. Call 911. I'm Finn. I'm Finn. Finn's on Instagram. <laughs> Finn's on Instagram. Let's start plugging Finn's Instagram at the end of our podcast. You can go to I'm Finn. I'm Finn to see <laughs> pictures of Finn. Megan's cat Finn. <laughs> Enjoy. So last week we discussed, it was kind of hard for me. This week I'm doing a little bit better. I've been using my BetterHelp therapist, and uh, I feel like I'm getting to the bottom of a few things that I haven't seen before. I can tell it in your voice. You can? Yes. It's a little lighter, right? It is a little lighter. BetterHelp is amazing because you have access to licensed therapists at your fingertips. You can text, call, or FaceTime. Um, it's online, and the professional counselors are specialized in everything from depression, relationships, trauma, to uh, grief and self-esteem. Anything you share is completely confidential, so it's a really safe space to kind of explore all the stuff that you're going through. And unlike Megan, they are licensed professionals. They are licensed. I did not get licensed, everyone. Two hours, two hours away from your license? Yep. 
<laughs> Wink. <laughs> um, this is also something I like. If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, they give you a new one. And it's not awkward. It's not hard. It's just, it's easy. And it's, it's perfectly accessible for everyone. Accessibility is key because you have... 3,000 licensed therapists all across the U.S. So you're not confined to just picking a therapist in your hometown. Say you live, say you live in a really small town and there's only one therapist. Yeah. And they know everybody. Yeah, exactly. And like you, that's not ideal. Like, no. <laughs> um, also, you can start communicating in under 24 hours. And my favorite part, financial aid is available for some people who qualify. So you know what? This is secure, convenient, professional, affordable. What are you waiting for? Get your ass in therapy with BetterHelp. Best of all, it's a really affordable option because Superficial Magic listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code SUPERFICIAL. Oh, shit. Why not get started right now? Go to betterhelp.com slash superficial. And simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor you love. So go to betterhelp.com slash superficial. We can't wait to talk to you after you've talked to them. So Alyssa, we started talking to you before we even started recording about something that's happening in both of our lives right now, which is that we get really excited and we do our Abraham Hicks and we meditate and we work really hard to get high vibe in the morning and then our days will sometimes go badly. Well, why is that? I think that that goes back to vibration. Because when we talk about manifestation, we talk about, um, we talk about you know, envisioning. We talk about vision boards. We talk about, um, you know, imagining it's real, feeling it in your body. And all that is important and works. Who talks about vision boards? <laughs> <laughs> it's like my only main focus of yeah and that's that's an important aspect but in my opinion and this is just my opinion it's not like you know um necessarily truth or whatever but it's what I find works for me and people I work with is bringing manifestation back to your vibration because if you think about manifestation you're thinking about what do I desire right so when you're thinking about what you desire you want to ask yourself why do I desire that whether it's a car, you know, a boyfriend, a house, whatever, why do I desire that? And if you keep going, why, 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 and you trace it all the way back, you're going to find it's peace of mind. Whatever Mm. that thing is, you know, I want to look a certain way, I want to weigh this, I want to be a famous actor, whatever it is, you think that's going to bring you peace of mind Mm -hmm. because that's all we're really looking for. So we're all just looking for peace. And it comes out in different ways. It comes out in the life we desire the what we think we're going to get that's going to bring that but that's really the ultimate goal is inner peace so you're kind of saying that if if your vibration isn't there yet no matter what you do is just kind of a band-aid on top of it and then our true vibration comes out towards the middle of the day once once it kind of wears off well what I'm saying is like your vibration is the shortest cut to getting what you want to manifest ah. because if your vibration isn't high so to speak I guess is the only word I can find then no matter how much you envision or you know do do all that work you're you're really working way harder than it needs to be because if you are vibrating high you are in a state of peace you're in a state of connection you're in a state of manifestation you're in a state of creation you're flowing your highest version of energy 
And with that, anything you desire, any way you want things to turn out is going to unfold, not the ego's way. So Alyssa, Dana and I were talking today about how sometimes we start off our day really strong and we're, we're getting into the zone, we're meditating, we're journaling, we're thinking of our gratefuls, and then the day goes badly. How is that possible? That is possible because the work to do is not, can I meditate and get in the zone when I just woke up and I have my coffee and I'm like, you know, sitting in the privacy of my own home and everything's calm. The work is, can I stay in that place of flow and vibration when I get a parking ticket and then I'm late to work and then, you know, I spill my coffee on my shirt and everything's, you know, falling apart. I feel like this has happened two days in a row and I, I'm trying not to overanalyze it, but like I am getting to a place where I feel amazing. I feel high off life. I feel like everything is like click, 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 clicking together. And I'm like excited. I mean, I feel like it's the, it's the highest state you're supposed to get in when you want to manifest something. Mm-hmm. It's just feeling really good and being really present. And I'm, I've done that two days in a row and both of those two days either like a person has been like terrible to me and it knocked me down, which I'm like, and I go lower um, or just a, so a scenario of so many events unfold where I end up in like a low vibe state. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a test is what you're saying, but it's also the balance of, of life of just, I mean, it's not necessarily a test. I don't like that word because that makes it seem like the universe is like some like, you know, evil mean teacher who's like trying to fail you. I mean, it's life. It's life that like things happen and things go wrong and that's never going to stop. Even if you're enlightened, even if you're, you know, you can easily access and flow your energy, things will still happen because we don't have control over everything. Definitely we don't have control over other people and how they treat us. Um, But I think what's important there is how come those things get you out of that high flow state Mm. you know where where is the point where you allow those things to be more important to you than what you're flowing and how you're feeling that's that's interesting yeah it's also that whole topic on how you say that like if you say you're an empathetic person Mm -hmm. um and you can feel other people's emotions and you let that affect your mood and your state of mind Mm -hmm. that it's like a lazy right it's kind of like a lazy uh way of approaching life of being like oh I'm so empathetic because I'm struggling with not letting other people affect me Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's a really tough thing you mean like if their mood is really bad it puts you in a bad mood or you mean if if you feel bad for them then it brings you down both yeah um, and also like, does it, <laughs> okay, this might be a separate subject, but like, does it threaten people when you're in a high vibrational state and they're not, I, and they are, I've had this happen where I'm like, I don't know why this person who's a good friend of mine was just like cutting to me. Mm-hmm. I think on a very, very subtle energetic level, people can definitely sense when you are in a higher state of flow or vibration and they're not. And I think there is something unconscious, completely unconscious, that um, is sort of mirroring to them, you know, 
where they're not. And that can make people uncomfortable on mm. a certain level. I was wondering, I talked about this last week on the podcast. I started doing my high vibe challenge and I was really changing my energy and everything went wrong. But I'm wondering if that was because it's like life was just showing me where the old energy was really hard. It would like came and mirrored me back really hard. And my, my purpose should have been to just transcend that and be like, oh my gosh, that's where I was at. Okay. Got it. Like going deeper. But instead I was like, pull the brakes. And I'm like scared to do positive affirmations and stuff now. Cause I'm like, I, I do not want to like poke at the universe. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm, I won't change my vibration universe. I'm fine right here. Um, but I did notice that when I tried to change it and raise it, it, beyond my control the universe was reflecting back really intense situations so i think it's an important differentiation the ego's wants and the higher self's wants when you're high vibration when you're connected to your higher self and what the ego perceives as problems or people being mean or you know everything falling apart your state of flow may not perceive it that way. Right. It may perceive it as the perfect situation for you to get stronger, to learn how to flow in spite of everything falling apart around you. So what we judge as it's going wrong, I'm not manifesting right, I'm not like, I'm not doing this right, because we love to criticize ourselves. you know, we're our own biggest critics, um, is actually maybe everything is perfect. Everything's in divine order and this is all for you. Yeah, I, you just brought up something for me. My ego gets really mad at my higher self. <laughs> okay, tell me more about that. <laughs> because I'm just like, higher self, you control what's happening. Why can't you just be ready and, like, let's do some some cooler shit now? Like, my ego wants my higher self to, to obey it. And mm -hmm. I know that's not how it works. But then I get, like, this inner frustration. And then I think it goes even more out of control. Wait, so your ego wants what for your higher self? What your e Wait, what? Oh, it's like if your higher self controls the universe and your life, I my ego is like, we'll do something better. Th there's this like stand-up joke that I can't remember who does, but he's like, it's so annoying that your brain has the ability to just release a lot of endorphins and it just doesn't. <laughs> he's like, why doesn't it just do it? Like it could. And that's how I feel with my higher self. Like, why don't you just do some magic? Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? I think so. But why, why do you need your higher self to do magic? To prove to yourself that no, you're I, capable? Th this was a, a dumb thing. No, just like I'm mad that oh, my ego gets mad that my higher self has a plan that it doesn't like. I think that's very common. What, what is your ego's plan, though? My ego's plan had is to have things moving much faster. And my higher self is like, no. For what purpose? the purpose of anything happening in my life. <laughs> but if, if anything was happening, what would that do for you? What would, um, I mean, just keep me, um, occupied and engaged with life. Ah, uh, so your task is to be occupied and engaged with life without things happening. Yeah. And moving fast. It's hard to be engaged with things not happening, but it's true. That's good. I don't have anything else to add to that. <laughs> That's really good. Um, it is hard to be engaged without things happening. Uh, but I feel like that's actually something that's been like very, um, 
like big in my world recently, having just had a baby five months ago. And I was doing a lot of self-judgment about, you know, I'm just doing laundry all day and I'm covered in spit up. And like Thursdays, I don't leave the house. Like I'm not meditating anymore. This is all, you know, this big part of my identity feels like it's missing. It's not spiritual enough. You know, it doesn't look how I want it to look or how I judge it should look. But upon, you know, more reflection and really thinking about this, what I've discovered is that what is more spiritual than the human experience? What is more spiritual than doing laundry, than, you know, going through your life at a slow pace where things aren't magically unfolding and there's not a million synchronicities every second? That is really why we're here. And you can perceive it and judge it as like it's not enough or it's boring or I'm not, you know, comparing yourself to other people. Or you can choose to see it as if I stay present during this and I do it with 100% of me and I find the magic within it, then it becomes an incredible spiritual experience. Like watching my, my baby discover an apple for the first time the other day. That was one of the most magical experiences I've ever had. The, the way she looked at it, as I mean, she's never seen one before. She's never tasted one. She doesn't know what it is. And it was like, it was like her version of like me having an out-of-body experience and like going to some other planet and like, <laughs> you know, coming back and telling you guys all these crazy things. And that's really like, I feel like that's the key to spirituality is like we make it too much of this like big thing and this has to happen and that has to happen and you know, we just use it as more comparison and self-judgment when really, like, it's right in front of us. We just don't allow ourselves to see that. Yeah, we're all spiritual. Uh, you know, what I mean? when people are like, I'm a spiritual person, it's like every person is spiritual. Mm -hmm. Because if you're living and breathing and going about your day-to-day -day mm -hmm. life, spiritual. Yes. And what I really got from everything you just said, I really needed to hear. So thank you. Um, but... It might have been a meme that I read on Instagram or an article from Elephant Journal. I love Elephant Journal mindfulness. Uh, it's like an online resource for like mindful articles. But they were um, sponsor us, Elephant Journal. Please, <laughs> anybody, sponsor us out there. But they were talking about how uh, it's so important to like, like do your dishes and like clean your house and like bathe and kind of like take care like self-care is very spiritual it's very like self-care like loving yourself and I get so caught up in like productivity and um accomplishing tasks and I kind of I'm like cooking's a waste of time I don't need to shower today that's going to be like 30 minutes of my time and I'm like rationing out like my time and I think it must have been a meme I mean maybe it's better if this was a meme but it was just like it's the most important thing to take care of yourself and that that's also a spiritual experience you know what I mean like because mm -hmm. I'm like I'm not going to cook and spend all this time and waste like I need to be like meditating and I need to be journaling and writing and it's like all of it it all is one of the same mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you need to be doing whatever you feel called to do and if it's not meditating and journaling just because some somebody who is labeled spiritual tells you to journal and meditate might not be your thing it might not be your way some people have incredible experiences um as far like exercising is a meditation for them doing the dishes cooking is a meditation for them whatever brings you joy or the things we have to do that are daily tasks that might not bring us joy just 
to not judge them and to even even if we can approach them neutrally like okay I don't you know love doing this in this moment but I'm also going to accept that this is part of life in order to you know not stink and you know make people run away from me I have to shower so I'm going to take a shower and I'm going to find what I can within that to enjoy or at least not hate and judge and think is a waste of time because I'm not like going and writing the script I want to write or something like that it's all a piece of the puzzle Right timing is so crazy and important and really, I think, the main thing. And we just have no idea with our conscious minds what right timing is. So we have to trust that it's all going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's hard. It art. It's different because mm-hmm. that's not how we were, you know, raised. So it's totally hard. I mean, this is all coming from personal experience. I'm not saying this as like, you know, someone who doesn't have these issues. I mean, it is hard. Yeah. And I'm I'm still learning every day from it. But that was that's been my takeaway, at least from, you know, she's taught me so much already in five months. But so far, that's been my takeaway is just letting go of the judgment and anything can be a spiritual experience. Yeah. With the mindfulness, but also the underlying appreciation of the human experience. It's like not just mindfulness, it's mindfulness with understanding the bigger picture. I get a lot of um, mindfulness and joy from watching serial killer documentaries. Oh, the Ted Bundy doc. Is that bad? Just kidding. You don't have to answer <laughs> that. <laughs> it's only bad if you want to perceive it as bad. Um, okay, so you said we could maybe talk a little bit more about manifesting. <laughs> oh, wait, before we do that, though, what about you were saying simple spirituality? Would you everything we talked about? Would you say that that's simple spirituality? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean by it is like okay. we don't have to be monks and go to a me- mountaintop and like have some crazy experience like you can be in your kitchen and like just be present and flowing and accepting where you're at. And that is a spiritual experience. And you'll actually be surprised the more you practice that, the more things will come to you. You'll start to have thoughts. You'll start to have, you know, um, deeper experiences within yourself without it needing to look a certain way or be some like, you know, big crazy trip or something like that. I love that. This is just reminding me that I have so many control issues. <laughs> this whole conversation, I'm just like thinking about how much I like try to control scenarios that are just, it's not in my control. Can you give me an example? Um, yeah, it all stems back to like productivity, you know? So like I want the day to go a specific way. Like I want to get this done, that accomplished. I want to have this type of like conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to go over this and it's all of it is just like, wow, that's so crazy. It's mm-hmm. like all in my head and I'm actually just like not letting things unfold as they should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm wondering if that productivity gives you a certain level of peace because you feel worthwhile. You feel yeah. like you're doing something in the world. Yeah. You feel like you matter. Yes. You're relevant. And without doing that, I feel like I'm like a waste of space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest lie we tell ourselves. And everyone does it in different ways. Maybe not in your productivity way, but whatever way. Um, But when it comes down to it, it's like, what is more important than your vibration and your flow? What are you contributing to this planet if you're not prioritizing that? Because you can be as productive as you want, have the perfect conversation, you know, do all your writing, all your whatever, 
But if you have bad energy or you're, you know, affecting people negatively, then why, why does that even matter? Why does all that matter? What is more important than your energy and being responsible for it? Is this your nice way of telling me I have bad energy? No. Just kidding. You don't at all. (laughs) But this is my nice way of saying, don't be so hard on yourself. I know. I know. And people, it's interesting because people are like, oh my God, you're such a hard worker. And like you, you know, you're always doing stuff. And to me, I'm like, well, yeah, because like what it makes me feel like worthy for being mm-hmm. alive, mm-hmm. you know, it's and like, that's the important thing to look at. If it truly brings you joy and you're but like, it does bring me a lot of joy. Yeah, too. I'm sure it does. Then then by all but means, the, go with it. But a deeper thing that's a little more messed yeah. up is the right. You're putting pressure on yourself. If yeah, you don't do this, then, you know, you're not important or you're not good enough. And I think a lot of people can relate or maybe I just tell myself that. No, people, I, I are you out there? I agree. I think I think everybody can relate on some level. Uh, like I said, everyone has it might not be productivity, but it might be how many people like them or how many friends they have or how many likes they get or whatever. Everyone uses something to tell themselves they're worthy because I think we all have an inner sense of of feeling not good enough or not lovable and that's just the human condition but again I mean I feel like I'm harping on this but it goes back to your own flow and your own energy if you're connected to your highest place you can't feel worthless you can't feel lonely I mean because that is uh, that is the true you not the ego you that you know has all these ideas in its head that's been programmed by the media and all this stuff into us that is your true state and flowing that on the planet is going to change things more because I'm, I'm sure we have a lot of empaths listening and people who care about, you know, the world being left better when they're gone and your energy is the number one way you're going to do that. I would say all our listeners are woke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how can we transition this to manifesting? Because I know Megan is getting really horny over there waiting to talk about. I'm what for manifesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is like your foreplay before you hook up with a guy. You're like, we need to listen to Super Soul Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, uh. Um, yeah, I do. I want more. I want, you know, okay. Yes. It, we're in the flow, but is there any tips once we're there? Maybe. Tips for what? Manifesting. Well, if you're in the flow, then you are going to manifest what you desire because you're connected to that part of you that is creating your life. Right. And it's going to create what that part of you desires. Mm -hmm. Again, not what your ego part wants to desire because it thinks it's going to make it more worthy or, you know, whatever, more likable or whatever. But if you are in that state of flow, then you are the creator of your life. You are walking through your life on your highest path. And you are going to create for yourself what is best for your highest path. Some of that might still be hard. Probably a lot more of it's going to be better and, and come to you in a more loving way. We can still learn the same lessons without them having to be so so harsh and so ugly. Um, but if you are not aligned with your flow, then you know, you're doing way more work than you have to with the vision boards and the thinking about it and the feeling it in your body. All that's important. But... If you're connected first, then all that's going to come along automatically because you're going to have a clearer state of mind and less resistance and less things getting in the way to stop you because you're just flowing. So how do we get connected and stay there? I think that's a really personal question. Like it, it will be different for everybody. 
but you know it when you're there. Like you guys were talking about, you know, feeling that high and you're high on life and like nothing's going to affect you and you're just ready to go get the day. Um, you're there, you know, when you, when you feel your most, most like you, but not the identity version of you. Like, you know, I look like this and I do this job, but like when you just feel like there is a strength resonating around you and, you know, it can look like joy. It can look like contentment, peace. Um, that's that's when you're connected. Your your mind is clear. You don't have all these thoughts getting in the way. You don't have self doubt. You don't have self criticism. It's really it's a state of love, which is I mean I know it's really vague and like well what does that mean? But it's it's a state of love. Do you have any other tips or tricks that we can use that you want to share with our listeners, um, just in general for living your best life? I think just prioritizing your own energy, checking mm-hmm. in with yourself. Um, if something is affecting you or bringing you down, like like um, you were saying, you start your day super high and then someone's mean to you and you're like spiraling into all this self-doubt and, you know, questioning if I'm in this high state, why is this happening? I think letting go of the judgment, you know, this this is happening. Yeah. There's your mantra. Not why is this happening? Not like, oh, I'm not powerful. I'm not manifesting. I didn't do this good enough because this is happening. This is happening. And so I move forward. I step forward with it. Ah, so taking out the why and just going with the what is. Acceptance, yeah. Oh. Or even being neutral. You know, even if it's not something you desire or you want, um, at least being neutral with it and observing it for what it is, but taking out the whole story behind it that our ego creates. Like, oh my gosh, this is happening because this person doesn't like me. And if I just did this, they'd like me more and they'd be nicer to me. And it's just like this whole mess of thoughts that have like no reality to them. Right. Um, just being neutral with it. This is happening. Okay. How am I going to proceed in, you know, the, the highest state possible? How am I going to respond to that person? How am I going to not respond if I choose to, you know, just kind of, it's, it's like a step-by-step. It's like walking a tightrope. You're always rebalancing. Like you have your vibration in a certain place and then something gets thrown at you and you got to like realign and re-get on. I really am getting good at differentiating like when my ego is, is kind of stepping in Mm -hmm. and I wasn't able to really do probably like six months ago. I wasn't in that place. So I feel like maybe, uh, maybe all of this is good for me because I'm realizing that like, that's a lot of it is ego for when I like step, when I fall down. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I really like the tightrope analogy. Yeah, because I also have this false notion that like discovering Abraham and like, you know, she talks about uh, always feeling good. Right. Mm -hmm. Life should be joyous. Mm -hmm. We should be in joy. We should be having fun Mm -hmm. every day. And (laughs) Megan wants to be a baby, by the way. (laughs) That's me having so much fun as I cry. (laughs) We. So anywho. I, what was my point of saying any of this? Abraham says you should always feel good. And I think I get hard on myself when I kind of fall off Mm -hmm. and I'm not feeling good. Mm -hmm. And I kind of spiral down the like dark, deep hole of negativity being like, I thought I figured this out. And I thought, you know, Mm -hmm. I realized that life is joy and, and I was having so much fun and 
then I just go into like the opposite end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I think is totally normal. And we all do it. Let me just say that. But it's because you have it in your head that you should always feel good. Says and who? That's, why, and why? that's spirituality, you guys. <laughs> um, no, absolutely not. I mean, we're here to have experiences, to grow, to face hard things. Why should you always feel good? If you always feel good, there is something wrong with you. You are not mentally stable. And I don't think she, I mean, she says collect contrast and that's going to feel bad. And y- you you can feel bad. We, you can feel bad all the time. I'm wondering you feel if, bad right now. I'm wondering if what she... <laughs> First of all, shoulds are really, really toxic. Like we Mm. should, we should take should out of our vocabulary. Turn Mm. your shoulds into coulds because. Can you tell my family that? Dana, you should, we watch this commercial. You should be on it. Mm -hmm. We watch this TV show. Turn your shoulds into coulds. Okay. But the should always feel good. I mean, I, I know a little bit about Abraham Hicks and the vortex and all that, but not a ton. But I'm guessing, I'm wondering if she means more by feeling good, keeping your vibration high. Because yes. if your vibration is high, therefore, things won't rock you as much. Or you may fall into a neutral state, not joy, but, you know, neutrality. But you most likely will not spiral into the negativity and, and all the, you know, horrible things we do to ourselves. Yeah, I, it's interesting because right now I'm like, am I manic depressive? Because my energy bounces from like really small, like constricted and scared to just so okay and like we and then everything's flowing to me. Like um, the boys and Natalie took me out to dinner last night because I was having a hard week last week. Mm. And they were like, oh, like we're taking you to dinner. And I was like, oh, this is like my first manic day. So I'm fine. <laughs> like, thanks for the <laughs> thanks for the gesture. But. That's hilarious. I'm like good right now. Um, I'm back on the upswing. But do you think that that's just, I, I'm thinking of it right now as like, okay, you like have to get small and like constrict and be birthed into this bigger good feeling and then it happens again and then good and then it happens again and good. Is that normal or am I losing my mind? No, I think that's totally normal. Okay, sweet. We We live in a time and a world which is craziness. We have all kinds of things thrown at us. We have all kinds of division within ourselves and and larger society. It's a really hard time to be alive. And anyone who has chosen to be here at this time is a pretty powerful being in and of itself. No matter how hard your life is, no matter how much you feel like you're failing, if you're here now, you are special and you are important. And you're going to have ups and downs, you know, yeah. and that's why, you know, it, it bothers me to hear you should always feel good because our emotions are like our compass. If if we don't know that we feel bad, we can't figure out why we can't learn about ourselves. We can't course correct. We can't grow. We've got to feel bad to tell us about our, our inner state and how our outer world is affecting our inner state. That's how we learn about ourselves. So it's like the worse you feel or I guess the harder you fall the higher you rise it could be yeah it could be for some people probably not everybody oh boy i'm in i'm in luck (laughs) yeah you really are did you get the meme i sent you no i need to stop turning into my mom and sending memes will you show it to me what's the meme i love how you've quoted like three memes so far (laughs) oh my god i'm literally like meme language grandma comedy right now um okay she's looking she's looking There she is. Okay. It says the magnitude of which you are tested is also the magnitude of which you are strengthened. Mm -hmm. But Alyssa doesn't like test. You don't like test, do you? I 
like the word test because there's a really negative connotation. And what I a, don't think we're being tested. What about if that we use the word? you could fail. Since you opened it. I did see it. I forgot. I'm sorry. What if we use the word quizzed instead? Like a quiz <laughs> is a little bit more fun and sassy. Like if you flunk it, you're lighter. fine. Yeah. The word quiz is a little lighter. We're having a pop test. quiz. It's not a test. It's a quiz. I, I think opportunity for growth. Okay. Is a, is a nice way to phrase hard situations. So do you, I mean, when I make a decision to do something, I'm immediately quizzed with, with, are you sure? Do you, do you think that that's part of the universe's process? Like if I'm like, I'm not dating guys that aren't this, then an ex will pop up and be like, I love you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, quiz, 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 quiz. Pop quiz, pop quiz. Fail, fail, fail. Um, do you, do you think that that happens or is that? It definitely happens. Yeah. You're seeing it happen in your life. It yeah. happens. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we will put something out there and then we're faced with it or a harder version or a different version of it. And that's just because we all have patterns in our life. And that is part of the growth process. You notice what the patterns are and then you go, oh, that's my issue that I need to work on because we have we all have different patterns. So if, you know giving in to exes coming back to you and you really don't want to be with them, but then you, and I know I'm not saying you're doing this. And oh no, not, I, I like, am. It's fine. You know, letting them back in your life when you swear you won't, like <laughs> there's something there to look at, you yeah. know, it's all about learning about yourself and understanding yourself because what else, what else is there to do than learn about yourself? Who's more important than you? To like you guys too, or just, Oh, I'm the most important person. Right, ever on earth no I'm just kidding I think actually I don't know why I made that joke because I think of myself as like the opposite so um alter ego speaking what I know we didn't like talk about talking about this but I want to know because you're a new mom mm-hmm. congrats thank you um what what's like your biggest lesson because you said you've learned so yeah, much so she's much. five months right she's yeah five months so what's like a really awesome takeaway that even the non-moms can apply oh gosh there's so many things she's teaching me she is she's a force um biggest lesson I think would be like get out of my own way you know because I I'm someone what that means is I'm someone who's um you know a scheduler a planner an organizer and when you have a baby like we were talking about before this um it all goes out the window like nothing is in your control. You can't pee when you want to pee. You can't have a drink of water when you want to drink of water. You might want to go see this friend so bad. And then that's the day she's like screaming all day and you can't leave the house. It's, it's a complete letting go of control and surrendering to the moment and just letting it be what it is. And even in the hard moments, like I told you, I was up all last night with her cause she's teething now. So she's, um, not, sleeping great and I'm, I'm running on really little sleep and I'm a big sleeper. So that's like really hard for me. Um, even in those moments being okay with it, like this is where I'm supposed to be. It's three in the morning. I'm in the dark. I want nothing more than to sleep. She's screaming in my ear, pulling my hair, you know, writhing in my arms. And this is exactly where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm okay with it. Is that your mantra in the moment? I should be probably. Maybe it is now. I'm going to, I'm going to use that as a mantra. Because I get really hard on myself for where I am in my life. I mm-hmm. feel like I should be so mm-hmm. much further. One of my favorite quotes is Eckhart Tolle. Tolle, Tolle. I never I say, say it right. Tolle I too. don't know. I don't Thank know. Thank God. I thought I was only one. But uh, he says, accept this moment as if you chose it. And that has always stuck with me. 
because if you accept every moment, no matter what's happening, as if you chose it, because on some level you did, and we all know that, it's hard to accept, but we all know it, um, then you just proceed with it as is. Yeah. You don't judge it. You don't fight against it because you're not going to get your way, you know, like pouting and complaining resisting what you resist persists yes so the more you resist the moment in the scenario it really just hurts yeah you even more right yeah. right so it might not be what you want but it can either be not what you want while you're pissed off and fighting against it or it can be not what you want while you're just sitting in it and dealing with it and that's a easier way to go I try to remind myself that the more I like allow and just surrender to the moment and surrender to like where I'm at in my life the more energy I have and the more opening to make a change in the direction I want to go yeah yeah that's a really good point that's a really good point because should I be a a spiritual advisor yes you you are (laughs) look at what you're doing for people this is incredible um because if you're resisting what is because you don't want it or you think I should have been more productive and I wasn't and you know all that you're not allowing all the inspiration and creativity and intuition and everything you could tap into it's being you're blocking it blocking it be open yes be open yes. okay okay Alyssa you've blown our minds is once that, again is that enough oh yeah <laughs> you're like can I be done is it good no I'm just kidding <laughs> Is that enough? Yes, it was more than enough. As always, you're brilliant. Um, where can they find you on social media? Um, I am Alyssa underscore Rand underscore therapy. Mm-hmm. And it's A-L-Y-S-S-A and then R-A-N-D. Um, and, or Alyssa Rand dot com. Okay. Um, yeah. And I you guess. do Skype sessions too. So that's amazing. Yeah, I do Skype, phone, in my office, um, group workshop things, whatever. Whatever the people want. I Whatever's do. clever. Yeah. Whatever's fun. Amazing. Okay. Um, Megan, where can they find you? They can find me at Megan Granger. Um, M-E-A-G-A-N-G-R-A-I-N-G-E-R. Somebody told me I should spell it every time, so I'm going to. Good job. And you? Oh, I'm at Dana Moonme. Uh, D-A-N. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you guys, please rate the podcast five stars and uh, Superficial Magic on iTunes. Also, the Facebook group. Superficial Magic Vibrators, go ahead and join that. If you can. Search bar groups. Yeah, try search bar in groups. We love you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Vibe hair, bitch. Vibe hair. Vibe hair, bitch. Vibe hair. Vibe hair, bitch. Vibe hair. Vibe hair, bitch. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.